Someone to get it rolling. Let's have a look at this. Yeah, that's good. So we met at Malaga. Yeah. And we, make, uh, we met at make, met at Malaga. Uh, the one I just started my uh, relief sort of work stint. Actually, it was before. Was that relief or did you volunteer? Uh, I feel like you volunteered because you were in a space where you were uh, trying to see whether or not you were transitioning out or you had already transitioned out of architecture. I already transitioned out of transitioned out of architecture and it was more like I was trying to... I guess, yeah, it was more like a see whether this was... Right. But I, I like, that was my second visit and I had already known by then that nah, this is the... <laughs> <laughs> like auto one's the place for me so yeah um, yeah so I remember that that was the second and I remember being really nervous because I heard all these stories about Malaga so it's almost like I shut down because <laughs> oh yeah you came after we had yeah, like a few lockdowns and whatnot and, and I was just like Beautiful. I came in and I was scared <laughs> which was different to Mara it was a different experience to Mara so. how was Mara? Mera was, of course, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying Malaga wasn't awesome, but Mera was awesome. Yeah, no, it was it was more just the whole experience. Um, I remember the, actually the night before, I was feeling really, really nervous. And I'm like, oh my goodness me, because you hear all the stories about Altawan and the type of kids that you deal with. And I'm like, am I capable? Is this my thing? I've never done this sort of thing before. So I remember listening to Prince of Peace. Um, his songs Prince of Peace. Oh yeah. And he just put me at peace. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just so 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 at peace. And and so the next morning when I rocked up at Mariwa, he the first song he played was Prince of Peace. And I was just oh, like wow. and I was just like, Yep, okay. Godly coincidence. Yeah, 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 godly <laughs> coincidence. And yeah, that day I was just yeah, it was just good. Like even some of the students needed needed help with some um, sort of architectural work like designing house plans mm. and so when they said Chima you I was like, yeah yeah ask me and so I was in the zone just showing straight them away. yeah straight away yeah. so it was, a, it was a combination of small conversations um, and I was just like nah this is the best place to be um, and it, I remember the day I spoke to you like the revelation I had about being an altar one was actually through scripture um, so you know where Jesus talks about uh, well in, in in the Gospel of Matthew, where it talks about Jesus, you know, finding the disciples and he calls them from being fishers, fishermen to be fishers of men. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. and for me, it was like, oh, wow, I'm like, God's calling me from being an architect to being an architect of men. And that really resonated with me. Building up people. Building up people, laying foundations, which is what yeah. Peter 1 is. You, you yeah. help, you discontinue, like, break down all the foundations people have and lay new ones for them and then build them up. You know, yeah, brilliant. so um, yeah, and I remember when we had that conversation, and it's like, I don't know, it was, it was for me, that was a connecting moment, like sharing my story with you. Um, yeah, so yeah, and then I think <laughs> I remember the impression I got of you guys that your Alter One crew was just pranksters <laughs> at the yeah. end. Of it. We're pretty crazy, we're pretty crazy, we're pretty crazy. We, yeah. we, we got to know each other really quick, yeah, and I think in an environment like that, you just yeah. I think that you you, you have, have to, to know yeah. what people are made of straight mm -hmm. away. Mm -hmm. Well, a a lot sooner because you're gonna be in a team. Um, that has to be united. Yeah. It has to be 
on board, yeah. on the ball, yeah. all the time. Um, I think because of the type of environment mm. that we're thrust into. Mm. Mm. Um, and especially vulnerable kids. Mm. Mm. Um, you, you, you can't have a vulnerable team. No, no, <laughs> no, you can't, no, no, no. So yeah, I think getting to know each other through pranking, pranking each other, um, pouring yogurt on each other. Annoying. <laughs> <laughs> that that was fun though. Like the boy was like, "Yeah, I want to be an altar." <laughs> we were you there. I was there. I was just watching this. And I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What the heck?" Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, "I'm loving this. I'm like, I want to work. I don't do it. Is this a workplace? <laughs> it's the best workplace ever." ever. And you've grown a lot in this like year and a half, I think. Mm. You started preaching at your church. Uh, this year and a half, or was yeah, that yeah, yeah, more, thing? more, more, re- more frequently. I've started preaching at yeah. church, so at least maybe once every six weeks, yeah, or once a month. So that's been a stretch. That's been hard. Like, that's a big stretch. Yeah, it is because uh, for me, it means I have to get out of my. I don't like. Pu- I've never liked public speaking, mm. so. Getting up there and preaching is almost like you have to <clears throat> get out of your shell and push yourself and, and, and not really care about what people think and how you come across and yeah. you know, it's 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 an identity thing as well. You know, it's like, oh I'm like am I doing the right thing? Am I, you know, yeah. saying the right thing and just just even that whole aspect of shyness, because you wouldn't think I was used to be a shy shy young. Oh, boy. you're still shy. Yeah, I'm still shy to some degree. <laughs> I am still shy. But that's been a stretch. Um, I think preparation as well has been a stretch because um, sometimes, oh, what do I, where do I go? How do I go? How far do I push it? And at one point, I actually felt like I'm not called to be a preacher this yeah, well, year. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Lord, this is not me. But then I had a um, conversation with my pastor and I was like, look, um, preaching, you know, when when you're prepping, it's 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 a process. Yeah. It's like you have to keep writing, you have to keep going through everything you write and just building upon it. And it clicked with me because then I I related it to architecture as I do most. Oh, so I said, yeah. as when you build, when you build, when you're coming up with a concept, it's a process. The first thing that you come up with is not what you should rest on, but you yeah. keep working on it until it gets to a point where you feel it's enough. Yeah. Like you can always keep improving it, but. You know, it's endless possibilities. But I think once you it gets to a point where it's highly resolved, then you leave it. And I think it's the same with you know preaching. It's like you hearing from God, and then like what do I pen down from God? And you yeah. just keep building upon what God has said to you, and yeah, you keep moving through that. So that that just that idea has helped me. It's like okay, yeah, it's a process thing. Yeah, it is. Um, Always. Yeah, and just letting go of my insecurities as well. Just saying, you know what, just do it. Just go for it. Just be bold. Be you know. So, um, so be you. I could say last time I preached was a breakthrough for me because yeah. I just decided in my arms like you know what, God, you've called me even though I don't feel adequate, and I'm just gonna go out and yeah. I you know I'll let you do what you need to do. And yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so now I'm, I'm more like I'm excited we'll bring on the next sermon before I was like no don't bring on the next sermon. now I'm like yeah bring on the next sermon and you know just yeah. 
I think what excites me is the growth in it. Yeah. And, and if at the end of last sermon, someone came to me and confided me in me about something, and that's what you want when yeah, you do preach your word, and then someone come responds, yeah. and it's yeah. like, wow, okay, that's when you know that you've, you know, because I was doubting, I was like, Lord, do I have the right word? Mm. Um, but the end of it, when that person came to me, I was like, yeah, no, what you said spoke to me in this yeah. area, and wow. I'm like, wow, I'm like, oh, wow, okay. That's how right. you do it for. That's how it? you do it for, and then, yeah. and then someone um, a week ago, a week after came and said to me, oh, you did well last week. Um, wow. There were parts where it was like, ouch. <laughs> wow. I'm like, oh, wow, yes, yes, yes. Awesome. So definitely God's heart came through the ouch factor of that sermon, which which, which that, that particular sermon was really like, oh, it's, the, it's, the, it's Acts chapter 5, Ananias and Sapphira. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, so that's an ouch. That is a challenging. <laughs> that's one. a challenging. Hey, I'm, I'm just being mindful. Can you check your... Uh, Messages because because I'm recording this, I don't even know if Nathan is. I can go check. <laughs> is he? Has no, he, he hasn't message? messaged. No, oh, well, maybe he's still on the way, or maybe he's getting food. Maybe, uh, yeah, probably. I'm the nice and Sapphira, yeah, yeah. That's what that's one of those things in the Bible, especially in the New Testament, that I, mm. um, you know, find that. It, well, I used to find it quite hard to reconcile. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, because there was, there was that dichotomy. Yeah. Almost, it seems like, you know, God Easy. killed people in yeah. the Old Testament. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then that's the story. Yeah, and, then right? and that's it. the story a lot of people yeah. kind of think about. And they go, yeah, God, God's gracious in the New Testament. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's only gracious. And, um, and I wonder what... Yeah. Even the concept of grace, it's what me very misunderstood yeah. today. But um, but to see that mm. that specific part in early days of yeah. church, where Ananias and Sapphira yeah. were pretty much judged yeah. on the spot on the by spot, God, yeah. um, and it's still also very rare in the in the Old Testament yeah. as well. Yeah. But to have that in the New yeah, Testament, the New you Testament kind of say, like, wow. God hasn't actually changed. No, no, he's, he's serious. He's, he's not fooling God. her out. He's just as serious as he was. Yeah, he's not fooling um, her I, I mean, I, yeah. some, the, one of the interesting things, like I noticed immediately I read it, I was just, I thought of Adam and Eve. Yep. You know, God begins something by the power of the Holy, Holy Spirit in creation, and then everything, you know, comes to life, and then here's Adam and Eve, and then the enemy comes in. Yeah. Holy Spirit moves amongst the church starts to do wonderful things and here's an example where the enemy comes in yeah and so god's saying don't repeat you know i've done something new um jesus being the new adam <laughs> if you want to put it that way so there's yeah. all these connections and yeah you know it's like wow okay god's serious like he doesn't want us for and actually that sermon has been speaking to me myself and like yeah. all right okay god's not fooling around i'm like oh where am i fooling around <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> am yeah. i like i need to get serious and and it's like that's funny like you, you think you're preaching to people but you're preaching to yourself as well that's right it was like, wow, I'm like, okay, so that has been ringing in my head yeah. for the last week and a half. Like, am I fooling around? God's not fooling around. Am I fooling around? God's not fooling around. He's yeah. serious. Yes. You know, so. Yes. Um, but yeah, but it's one of those. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those. Like, <gasps> and you know, you have those emojis that have the hands on the face and it's like, <gasps> going through. And it inspires fear. Yeah. Um, but healthy, healthy fear. Yeah. Healthy fear. Because that's one of the other questions as well in the, I don't know, maybe in the Christian world or um, today, whether or not we should fear God, we should have, um, 
uh, whether we should have a healthy fear of God. Because mm. um, it just seemed like in the Old Testament, again, one of these dichotomies is like, yeah. God seems more loving in the New Testament than he does um, yeah. in the Old Testament, but that's not true because he hasn't changed. He hasn't changed, no. Uh, perhaps the meaning we put behind what he does changes yeah. because of what we see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that healthy yeah, fear, fear of God, yeah. which... Which, yeah. Today, when we emphasize grace yeah. and we emphasize just, uh, you know, how much God loves us, it's yeah. almost to the point at, put to the point of because God loves you and there's nothing yeah. you can or cannot do yeah. to earn it, to make it bigger, yeah. to make it smaller, yeah. um, it, the interpretation of that can be a little bit like, yeah. I'll just ask for forgiveness. Forgiveness and then, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and it's a lot easier for, I don't know, more acceptable for people to sort of go, okay, God, I'll come back to you. Yeah. When I'm older. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll live my life right now. I'll yeah. make I'll make the bad choices right now. Oh, I yeah. will um I will sin. Yeah. And enjoy my sin and then yeah. at some point I'll come back to you. Yeah. 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 But yeah. there isn't that that fear. Yeah. Um that healthy fear of God where we take responsibility where where actually God expects yeah. us to take responsibility for oh, what yeah. we know. Mm. Um cuz talks about to whom much is given, much, much is required. Is required yeah. And as soon as we know something, yeah. we can't claim ignorance. No. Uh, we're responsible and accountable to God for yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and, and I think, I don't know, maybe it's, it's the fact that for some of our choices and some of the consequences of our choices, mm. uh, we don't, we're not judged or mm. held accountable straight away for yeah. that. It's For some people, it's, when they die and they're face to face with yeah, God, and yeah. and because we don't see the immediate, uh, the immediate response, response from yeah, God because yeah. of his, uh, because of His mercy, we yeah. don't see immediate cons- uh, consequences and response from God when it comes to choices like that. It can be a lot easier to believe that God is not as serious as He's going to be on the last day. Mm. He's not as serious today. Mm. Um, and that can inform our choices and we can be like, well, yeah, I love yeah. God, but yeah, um, I don't really, yeah. you know, I don't really need to fear him. No, yeah, I don't need yeah. to have a healthy fear, respect yeah, for, for, him, yeah. for him as my dad, but also as my king, yeah. as my leader. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. There can be a little bit of that. Yeah, true. Um, what's the attraction of Jesus? Mm. You know? Because he called, a lot of the disciples were were like late teenagers, mm. but Jesus wasn't. Um, he wasn't unclear about what he was calling them yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty clear. It was very clear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Healthy fear of God. The closest I've come to, to encountering. That healthy fear, or experiencing that healthy fear, and it's in physically, in a spiritual sense. Um, I used to, I used to go to review some time back, and they had a worship service on a Saturday. So worship finished, then they called people to come at the front for prayer. Yeah. So I went to the front, and that was those were the days when Phil Baker and Heather Baker were yeah. still there. Yeah. And so Heather Baker was the one praying. So she started to pray for me, and immediately she started to pray for me. There's just this this overwhelming sense of God's presence. It's almost like I was burning. 
and I was going to shrivel up. Wow. And so I went into this fetal position, recognizing how, how um, big God was and how <laughs> sinful I was, you wow. know. And it's like, oh my goodness, man. It was like, I just got, I actually literally just went down to the floor. I'm like, oh my goodness, me. Like, like God, God, you know. And it wasn't like, oh, um, fear where I'm, I have to run. I'm mm. like, oh my goodness, me. Mm. This is God we're talking about. This yeah. is God, you know. Um, who's showing me what his presence is like and it's almost like like had he fully exposed himself to me i would have burnt up <laughs> yeah. um yeah. and yeah. that's the closest i've come to wow. you and i'm just like whoa I'm like wow and probably the most powerful experience of god's presence i've had and it's like wow and wow. it comes back to that idea of you know no fooling around god's serious Absolutely. and you know and it's like wow Absolutely. yeah yeah I had a similar encounter. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was around the time that I had started to dec- to discover um, and meditate on the holiness of God. Mm. Mm. Um, the verse from Isaiah chapter 6. Mm. In the year that King Uzziah died, mm. I saw the Lord. Mm. Mm. And then he describes the imagery of seeing God seated yeah. on the mighty throne. Mm. And all these angels around him crying out holy and and their shout was so loud Mm. that it shook everything in heaven yeah yeah right um and i was listening i was listening to this preacher talk about um he's from a from a baptist and he's quite he's quite a very very strong preacher very Mm. passionate Mm. about taking god seriously but He's talking about the fact that um, we forget, really, that one of the most the attribute that about God and the, the nature of God that that is actually elevated to mm-hmm. that degree where you're like the first thing you've got to know about God is this: it's mm-hmm. that He's holy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mm-hmm. sing holy, holy, holy. In Isaiah, it's written yeah. holy, holy, holy. Yeah. Um, and, and it's emphasized and you know Jewish culture yeah. says that when you elevate it to the third degree that's yeah. as high as you can yeah. go yeah. Uh, so we would have been shouting loudly yeah um, but meditating on this scripture and meditating on um, on what these guys were t- were were shouting from mm. the revelation of God mm. uninhibited by other experiences it's just raw. Yeah. There he is, seated on the throne, mm. and the response is to go holy. Oh, yeah. Starting to meditate on that, starting to meditate on that. Mm. Um, after a while, I started getting scared. Mm. Like one of the scared of, like, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> is he here? Yeah, he's here. Yeah. Um, you want me to go? Yeah, you do it. Just keep talking. <laughs> you just be talking to yourself. I won't be talking to you. People are listening, man. Right? <laughs> um, Jim has just gone to get Nathan. I think Nathan has just arrived. So we'll take a break there um, and get back onto the topic when Nathan comes in. <laughs>